Are you ready for a great classic podcast? JBTV, the respected name in music TV. These are podcasts that no one has heard in many years. This is the JBTV podcast series, The Classics. JBTV. Hi. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> I'm Jerry. You're Charlie. Mm. <laughs> nice to meet you. Pleasure meeting you too. Welcome to JBTV. Thanks for having me. It's cool here. I like it. Yeah. You mm-hmm. probably never played a real stage like this, though. You played hundreds of clubs yeah. and all kinds of, of interesting areas. But nothing like JBTV. No, nothing like JBTV. But I like it, though. Uh, it's nice. It's cool. Yeah. Now, actually, during the show today, uh, you had to verify someone's license. Yeah, yeah. It better really be your birthday. God, the driving licenses are coming out. It's his birthday. All right, take my hand, it is. Uh, yeah. Has that ever happened before? <laughs> uh, no, that was a first. But you know, like everyone's always like, it's my birthday, play uh-huh. this song. It's, he was like, it is my birthday. I was like, and, oh, and you cool. actually got the license to prove yeah, it. Yeah, right? Yeah. So uh, that was cool. <laughs> now you got to hold it hostage for him, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Charlie, XCX is in the studio. This is an awesome edition of JBTV. You're playing live on our JBTV HD stage. Mm-hmm. Give me some background on you. Um, well, I guess I started making music when I was like 14. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was posting demos online and I um, got contacted by this guy who ran a lot of like illegal warehouse raves and stuff illegal. like that. Yeah, yeah, illegal? Yeah, <laughs> illegal. In uh, East London. And uh, I kind of became part of that scene. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of grew from there really. And then I kind of got a manager and all that stuff. and just put out my record and I've been touring and it's kind of going mm-hmm. kind of cool, I guess. I want to know at the very beginning, did any of those get busted by the police or anything? Yeah, like, yeah, really? yeah, totally. There was one which was really scary, like, and uh, kind of uncoolly, I went with my mom and dad to these <laughs> raves. So they were like there with me at like 4 a.m. It's really legal, parents. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, there were these like, this one time where the, this like gang came in with a load of like, rottweiler dogs and like pit bulls and stuff oh, and then wow. the police had to come and it was really that was kind of scary uh-huh. i was like let's go now was kind were of you weird. safe on stage though there wasn't any I, chance I of you was, getting bitter i anything was all stupid. right i was good yeah it good. was pretty crazy though because <laughs> you know right that early age you could have been doing the best music ever mm-hmm. and have it cut off i know you know right? because of some stupid thing you yeah know? <laughs> yeah well tell me about how you write your music and everything um well my writing process is really all over the place, mm-hmm. to be honest. Um, I don't have a set way, but it's very spontaneous. Like, it's just kind of when it comes to me, it comes to me. So if I'm walking down the street, I have to like, mm-hmm. you know, like now, how do you save these or, awesome ideas? Well, I sing into my phone. I think uh-huh. everyone does that these days. But then sometimes I just keep it in my head. And because if I'm not sure if it's a good idea, I keep it in my head. And if it's still there a week later, then I mm-hmm. know it's a good idea. So uh, wow. it's kind of messy. like. I don't have a set way, it's all over the place, mm-hmm. but I, all I know is that all the good songs are written in like half an hour. Yeah, like, so the ones you really gotta like, I gotta get the song written right away, it takes yeah. you forever and it's not really the real deal. No, no, it's the ones that are just like, boom, like I wrote this song uh, for this band, Iconopop, called mm-hmm. I Love It, mm-hmm. and uh, that was written in half an hour in a hotel room, like wow. before I had to go to another studio session. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of, 
blew up. So, yeah. <laughs> so you're helping other bands. Yeah, like yeah. Like by writing songs yes, for them. Yes. That, that's, you're really uh, generous with your work here. Oh, well, I mean, I know what I want to do with my project, which is, I guess, I want to make emotional pop songs and weird kind of, like, still pop songs, but, you know, like, kind of, I don't know, like, luscious, like, mm-hmm. beautiful pop songs and just my own like weird little world of pop and I want to write hits for other people and I enjoy doing that so why not well good she's playing live on our JBTV HD stage right here right now after the break Charlie XCX on JBTV
Cool. Wow. Now, do you have any equipment endorsements or anything yet, or? Um. Well, I'm not really like. Uh, For the band, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my band do, but they kind of deal with all of their stuff themselves. Mm -hmm. I think like Virus are helping us out, so. Shout out to Virus. You don't want to get a virus. <laughs> uh, um, but, but, and like Premiere as well. Uh, my drummer works with them. So, mm -hmm. yeah. It's so cool that you have all that going on. Yeah, know? it's cool. It's cool. It's great for them because they're always like, whenever we drive past a guitar center, they're always like, get me in guitar center. <laughs> and my drummer's like playing on drums for hours. And I just go into like the kind of like disco mm -hmm. DJ room and and kind of hang out there for a while. Um, but uh, You're going, yeah. I can only do so much with my voice, yeah, and it's all like, natural, yeah. and there's and no... And they, uh, they do, like, cute mic stands. And mm -hmm. Now, you have an awesome mic stand. It looks like it was custom-made. Tell us about that. Yeah, oh, yeah, I mean, it is. Like, I wanted to have, like, a party in a mic stand, but I also wanted it to be kind of, like, super slick, uh -huh. and I, uh, eventually I want my whole stage to look like... Tokyo that's the idea really? like I'm at the moment getting this mic lead made which is going to have uh, three different uh, kind of neon like colors Whoa. in so the mic lead's going to light up and it's funny because everyone is always like that everyone's like to me you know oh why why do you not use a wireless mic and some people are like oh my god how budget she's using a mic with a lead I'm uh -huh. like what are you talking about like it's the best it's quality the best. Yeah. like having a mic with a lead is the best so and I all I love the lead so mm -hmm. I'm gonna emphasize that and make it glow <laughs> yeah because that would be cool to make that yeah, happen right? plus it's nice to hold on to the Certainly. cable when you're on stage yeah. and you know these wireless mics are so unpredictable sometimes yeah. they sound awesome yeah. and then you're on stage it's like what happened to this awesome sound right <laughs> right i know you know the only thing to give you is freedom so you could like you know crowd surf if you ever wanted to yeah which i don't think you'd be doing right well no you know i i've never crowd surfed but i will like it's definitely on my bucket list uh -huh. yeah <laughs> well at the next show on the bucket list yeah. crowd surfing <laughs> yeah <laughs> now, I have a few things to give to you here at JBTV. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you like gifts? Yes. Yeah. I, who doesn't? I love gifts. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got a, such an intimate gift that I think she's going to like this one. And I know there's very few of these left, so I can, you know, give this one out, right? <laughs> it's a JBTV limited edition sticker. Yes. I love stickers. Oh, it's you. There you are. And it's me. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick this on my car when I get home or yeah? something. Yeah, great. I'll, or maybe just write here or something oh there you go that's or a like perfect place for it to my top. i don't know thank you this is very cute thank you but you know anybody can get out stickers and stuff you know i think i have something <laughs> a little better for you because uh you seem to be a little technically involved with music and with social media and everything yes is this correct it is correct it is correct uh-huh now what do you use for that now um, well, my phone, I Your guess. Your phone? Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> I think we can do better than that. Really? You know, if you're using the phone to take pictures and stuff, I guess it's okay. But I have a gift. I think it's going to be a little better than okay. just a phone. Okay. okay. Now, this is something that you can use on your tour. You can yeah. write songs with it. Oh. There, are, You can put instruments on it and everything else. Wow. Yeah. It's a mysterious piece of equipment that I have right over here. And it's courtesy of Mac Mall and JBTV. It's a brand new iPad oh Mini. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. This is so cool. I feel like... 
It's Christmas or something. Thank you. Ho, so ho, much. ho. Santa Jerry here. This is amazing. Thank it's you. It's 90 degrees in the middle of summer here at JBTV, this but is, it's actually Christmas. It is. Thank you. You guys, this is the best. You guys are so cool. Thank you so much. Well, you're so you. cool. Oh, absolutely. Oh. oh. Hey, we're on a stage. Let's try it this way. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I like that a lot. Thank you. Charlie XCX on this edition of JBTV. We just gave her a brand new iPad, a JBTV. TV sticker, and if that's not enough, oh, God. I have Greg Corner in the studio who's now going to come over here and actually ask some real questions that are real probing, right? No, hey, you probed pretty, pretty well. well I think, you know, I know. <laughs> He's next, right here, right now. <laughs>
in my heart. I'm back in the States in September as well uh -huh. um, for a month doing like a full headline tour and with a show hopefully oh wow so you're gonna have all kinds of uh... well the mic leave will be there then definitely uh -huh. so. and you're gonna have your custom mic stand of course yeah, of course yes wow. yes so I'm excited for that wow well we can't wait to see you on tour <laughs> throughout the entire country now what have you liked best about America so far um you know what? I I really like the driving actually like because we're driving everywhere in this gross van and uh -huh. I've, I love like just going through all these like crazy landscapes and mm -hmm. it's really relaxing and like especially like around Denver it was kind of crazy like yeah all the mountains yeah it was yeah. it was cool like I, I really liked that I like that America's quite a place to see it is yeah. it's big <laughs> yeah you, you don't think we're big until you really know how <laughs> yeah, big we are yeah, you know totally. and you look at the cities like Chicago New York LA packed with people mm -hmm. then you got these vast areas around yeah. the country they're just desolate you yeah know? it's crazy <laughs> yeah cool well have fun in America we can't wait yeah. to see you back on your big tour yeah. your headlining tour that's going to be awesome and you're making some new videos and stuff too or yes um always making videos every day uh -huh. um and i mean i would love to do a video for every song on the record mm. so go maybe for it happen. yeah do it <laughs> <laughs> cool well stay tuned charlie xcx on this edition of jbtv she's coming up next playing right here on our jbtv hd stage <laughs>
Alright, Greg Corner back in the studio with Charlie X, the X from England. Um, you mentioned growing up going to raves. Did you have like a favorite DJ or a favorite producer that you wanted to go see, or your pa your parents were dragging you there, correct? Um, well, no, they weren't dragging yeah. me there. I mean, I was getting booked for shows there, so oh, I was kind of dragging them, but yeah. they ended up really liking it. Okay. But um, I mean, at the raves, it was kind of like a family. Like everyone knew everyone. Like yeah. all the, it was kind of like the same bands and the same yeah. DJs every week and. Um, I actually was began. I began to like really listen to a lot of French electronic music when I was in that scene, and it kind of like inspired me to really become a musician and like take it seriously. And I was really obsessed with the record label Ed Banger. Oh, yeah. I, I loved. Yeah. I was like obsessed, <laughs> and, and still am with all the artists on that label. Like, what, what do you what do you think of the new Daft Punk record? You know, what? I haven't heard it yet. Haven't heard I it. haven't heard it yet, but I'm gonna I'm gonna. Download it now. I've it just been, came out today. I've been, I've been, I've been reading like reviews, and obviously, like, I've seen all that hype after Coachella yeah. and everything. And but yeah, so I was like really obsessed with every like artist that Busy P was looking after, and like Uffy in particular was a real influence to me. And um, yeah, that's the kind of stuff I was listening to at that time. And how did you get discovered by like these promoters? You're saying you were putting stuff up on YouTube and stuff like that. Um, it was on MySpace, and um, I don't know. Like one day, I just had an email from this guy called Chaz, who was in this band called The Coolness. It's <laughs> like the worst band name ever. Like he knows, I think that. Um, and yeah, he was like, "You should come play our parties," and it was cool. You know, like at the time, I was really like so in awe of the whole scene but I think as I kind of got got older and I spent like a year doing those shows like I realized it's very I don't know sometimes it's not about the music it's very it's about the party it's yeah. about the party and the fashion and who you're photographed with and yeah. I kind of got sick of that and so that's why I decided not to play those shows anymore and um it kind of came at a good time because it's when I got signed and yeah, yeah. on the new shit. We were addicted to the group, but we threw it in the flame and 
never gonna trace it What was your, you know, like when you when you first started writing, what were you writing on? Did you start on keyboards, guitar? Yeah, like, I was, well, I mean, when I first started writing, that was when I was 14 and I guess I didn't really have like an identity in my brain. Yeah. I was just kind of experimenting. So I was doing, you know, stuff on like the guitar really badly. I'm really terrible at playing <laughs> guitar. And uh, the piano, like I learned the piano from a young age. So I was writing a lot on the piano. Okay. And like, what was like the like? Did, did your first song you ever wrote? What did it ever come? Did you ever rewrite it? Is it did it ever see the light of day or no? No, <laughs> it was probably terrible. I did write one song when I was fifteen called "Set Me Free," which is actually on the record. Um, and I think that's quite. I, I mean, everyone says it's the best song on the record, so I, I don't know what that. Maybe I'm getting worse with age. Who knows? <laughs> well, the worst part is if if you release that when you're like fifteen. And then you blew up with that, and then you rewrote it, then everyone would ridicule you because, you know, it sounds better now, but they're used to it, yeah. how it sounds in the demo. Yeah. That's like, the, like a bad mistake you can make. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, this is my last song. It's called Grins.
You know, I kind of pop. I love it. I mean, yeah. I've been playing that song for like a year and a half. Yeah. And I've been like, and I, I discovered the Manners EP yeah. by Kind of Pop. Now, how did you, how did you like meet up with them? Because they live in you know Sweden uh-huh. in Scandinavia. Well, um, I met them really briefly in Sweden, like once. I think they were like loading into a gig, and I kind of walked past, and I was with Patrick, and. Uh, he was like, this is like Kind of Pop. And they were like going this way and I was going that way. I was like, hi, hi. And that was it. But I mean, with that song, um, yeah, I mean, I was in Sweden uh, for one of the first times doing a session and Patrick Berger, the producer, sent me a couple of beats. One of them was uh, like a rough version of I Love It. And I kind of freak out about like writing in the studio with people I don't really know. So I was like, look, I'm going to just stay in my hotel and write yeah, yeah. over this. So I did it and I wrote the top line and the lyrics and the melody in like a half hour and went to the studio. I was like, hey, I've got this song. Like, I don't know, what do you think? And he said, it's amazing. And I knew straight away it wasn't for me because I couldn't picture the music video in my head. And that's, ah, that's how you do it. That's okay. how I know, okay. you know? And so we were like, we've got this great song. No one to sing it. 
problem. And then a week later, Icona Pop came and heard it and they cut the vocal on top of my vocal and that was the song. So... I mean, I heard it and I'm like, it's undeniable. It's an undeniable hit. And I, and, right. it, and it's funny because it took like a year and a half to like hit over here. Well, I mean, but. it's like the gift that keeps giving. Yeah, it's yeah. like going and going. And I mean, and it's, you wrote it in a half hour. It's so old now, you know, it's so old. Yeah, but yeah. I feel like new people are hearing it every day. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel sorry for Sweden because they must be so <laughs> sick of it. Because I think it's well, still. I'm like, I've been DJing it for a year and a half and it got good response. But as soon as it like got on the girls' soundtrack oh, and yeah, like yeah. and all that, then it kind of like blew up. And it's like you've been hearing this song like for a year and you never reacted. And now that it's on TV, everyone's paying attention. I know it's crazy. <laughs> they can just appreciate the music when they first hear I, it, you know. I know. <laughs> so, what was your first concert? What got you into music? Um, my first concert was the Spice Girls. Yeah, it was. I think it was the day that Jerry left, which okay. was a really sad day yeah. for me. Um, and I, yeah, I mean, I guess when I was younger, it was Britney Spears and it was the Spice Girls and Aqua and people like that who made me want to sing. I suppose you know, um, which I think is cute. And I think that those. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm still a really big Britney fan. Yeah. Like. I think some of her songs are incredible, you know? Yeah, I mean, people nag on, like, you know, like, you know, if somebody gets into music through One Direction or, you know, Britney Spears and they're, like, ragging on them, like, no. If they're getting into music, that's the most important thing. Yeah, Whatever and, avenue it is. And also, you know, I mean, I think that some Britney Spears songs are amazing pop songs. Like, I have no shame about, you know, the music that I like. I yeah. think if it's good pop music, it's good pop music. Yeah. Like, the stuff that like Danger Hands was producing, like, you know, Gimme More and yeah, yeah. Pieces of Me, that's amazing. And like, obviously, Max Martin's like a yeah. complete genius as well on that whole first record. And, you know, I, it's funny, like, when you listen to it, because it's like so 90s pop yeah, now, yeah, like, yeah. all the kids. Yeah, you get, it, doesn't, it doesn't date that well. But, but <laughs> yeah, no, totally. But, um, but what pop music, you know, it's, it's hard to not like, because it's always like, even Madonna, you know, she's always ahead of the trends with, you know, whatever is in the clubs. Yeah. And then, you know, eventually, it's sometimes it ages well and sometimes it doesn't yeah, you know yeah i don't know how the dubstep stuff is gonna oh i age. think that's gonna age terribly <laughs> i'm not i'm not the biggest dubstep yeah. fan me either me either so yeah i'm on your team yes <laughs> as far as like you know your music and where do you see yourself going like what's the next step for you like what's what's you know because like you know you you're kind of like i wouldn't say anti-pop but you're not traditional for sure um, well, yeah, I mean, I'm the big, I'm like the biggest fan of pop music ever. Um, and it's funny because like with my record, I, from day one, always wanted to write a pop album. Uh -huh. And I think that's what I've done because like all of the songs on the record are pop songs, yeah, they're yeah. pop melodies. But I feel like, like I was saying, it's like emotional yeah, pop yeah. music. It means something to you. Yeah, it yeah. does. And I feel like a lot of the problem with top 40 music right now is that everything's so flat, like emotionally flat and it's... Kind of, you know, well, a lot of times it's been written by somebody else and not the artist. Yeah, point. I mean, totally. But so uh, for me, like my goal and where I'm going, I guess, is like I just obviously would love as many people as possible to hear the album. But, you know, I'm not one. I don't care about like sales or any yeah. of that kind of stuff. Like I just want my record to be recognized as an album that began to kind of change pop music back to something more real yeah. and something more beautiful and I feel like that's why people like I love it because it's like passion in yeah. a song it's like anger and you know it's yeah, not yeah. just what yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know so um 
Yeah, I mean, I'm starting writing the second album. Um, yeah. Have you been approached by like Britney or any of them to write their on their records? Because I think that's coming. Well, <laughs> I can't say. Can't say, but um, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think it's coming. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm writing for other people yeah. uh, at the moment as well, which is kind of stressful because it's like all of these crazy people, like a couple of people. I can't say any names, yeah. but you know heroes and yeah. I'm on tour and I'm like why am I on my stupid tour like I want to go and write with so and so you know it's kind of a funny situation but it's cool you know it's... Any, any dream collaborators that you'd like to work with um, or put, have you a producer maybe that you want to work with yeah um, well, I would love 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 to work with Emil Haney okay. um, uh, I'd also love to work with Elof okay. um, and then artist wise um I mean, Gwen Stefani would be a dream. Yeah. Bjork would be a dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dreaming big. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I think you're already touching like some pretty heavy hitters. So I think I, th I think that's coming. That's Thank you. Nice. Thank you. All right. Well, you're amazing today. Thank you so much Thank for you. taking the time out and, and and doing the interview and the performance. Charlie XX live coming up next on JBTV. It better really be your birthday. God, the driving licenses are coming out. It's his birthday. All right, take my hand, it is.
Thank you. Bye-bye. So did you have a good time with Greg? Uh, yes, it was great. It was brilliant. Brilliant questions. <laughs> <laughs> but I got a question. Where did you get these awesome shoes? Oh, these are from... Uh, these are online. These just from online. They're uh -huh. like original, like '90s dead stock shoes. And they've got a hole in though. Now. Oh no! I know, and I wear them every day, and I'm really <laughs> worried that the hole's gonna get bigger, and then I'm gonna have to get crazy glue. Ones. Yeah, I need some like massive, amazing glue uh -huh. situation. Or you there. know what they use in the rock and roll business? What? Gaffer tape. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I don't think they use that in the fashion business though. But. No. Well, you know, if you put some little stars or things <laughs> yeah, on there. You yeah. Know. Totally. Now, what does the XCX stand for? Um. Well, it stands for Kiss Charlie Kiss, mm -hmm. and. Uh, it was my MSN screen name when uh -huh. I was like 13, 14, and I guess it kind of just stuck, so. So you took it. Yeah, I took it, I owned it, yeah. Good job at that. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> cool, well thank you for being on JBTV. It's oh, been an uh, absolute you. pleasure that you've been here. Charlie XCX on this edition of JBTV. Uh, we'll have uh, links at jbtvonline.com. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and a lot more. So till next time, this is Jerry Bryant from the Windy City, downtown Chicago, saying bye-bye, stay high, and but of course keep on rocking and rolling with a whole pile of great music from all different genres on this edition of JBTV with Charlie XCX. There you go, the JBTV podcast, where we bring you the best music, the best interviews, and it's all unscripted and totally unrehearsed. Follow us on all the social media and spread the word. This is JBTV Music Television, the JBTV podcast. JBTV. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.